Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Bernie Clement, CIO at Thibodeau Regional Medical Center. In this segment, Clement talks about the ongoing effort it takes to stay lean, the ill-fated project that helped propel him to the C-suite, and the best and worst parts of being a hospital CIO. Before arriving at, at Thibodeau, you were at uh, East Jefferson yes, General Hospital? Yes, correct. Okay. I had seen on LinkedIn that you were CIO there, and then you were director of strategic planning. Um, yes. So, what did what did that position entail? Well, uh, the hospital at East Jeff was was in the midst of creating a new strategic plan, uh, and so uh, I assisted in creating that plan uh, with the executive team and, and, and the board and the, and the medical staff, and then uh, assisted in turning that plan uh, into something that was more operational. Uh, that we could uh, have a more precise plan of how to accomplish those strategic objectives and then how to establish a system of accountability uh, and coordination where we could, uh, we could be able to move the dial. It's pretty interesting stuff. It, it, was, it was nice to sort of use the, uh, the other side of my brain for a little while. I mean, I, had a, yeah. I have an MBA. Uh, my undergrad is actually in business, but uh, my career path took me to IS, and it was nice to be able to... Uh, do something a little different for a little while. Oh, sure, and I'm sure that you know having being able to use to get some more of that that business experience is uh, is a big benefit now in the CIO role. Right, and, and the unique thing that that a lot of uh, CIOs and, and IS people have in their toolkit is that they have to look, you know, they're looking beyond their department. You know that most of what they're doing is is process based, and so they're they're getting a good taste of, you know, the hospital and and all the various workflows within the hospital, but also it's it's so complex what you're doing that you have to be pretty adept at not only project planning, but really you know program planning and portfolio planning, um, and you know I think a lot of hospitals would be surprised if they really looked at their CIOs and and the skill set that uh. Many of your CIOs out there can can really help their organization in many ways beyond IS. Right. Yeah, definitely. How did you arrive at at Thibodeau? Is that something where you were, uh, you know, you were looking for a change, or and did you have any, uh, you know, hesitations about it? Oh, I wasn't really looking for a change. Um, the situation really presented itself. I'm I'm from the Thibodeau area, and uh, you know. Thibodeau is not exactly a metropolis, so I know some of the people that work here at Thibodeau. I had some relationships through, uh, through our, you know, through our kids playing sports together and whatnot. So you know, I had relationships already established here at the hospital when the opportunity arose. Uh, I think what really intrigued me was was adding two hours back to my day. Um, yeah. Have you know, two young boys, uh, you know, excited about the opportunity to spend more time watching them grow up. They're pretty active and. Uh, you know, those two hours allow me to be able to, you know, dedicate a little more time to my family. You know, as I'm sure you know, um, you know, most most IS people in healthcare work long hours as it is, yeah. and uh, and to tack two more hours onto that really kind of you know limits what you can do during the week. Uh, so it, it was nice, really, from a from a lifestyle perspective, to to be able to get closer to home. Right. Oh, yeah. That that that's that's absolutely huge. Was it kind of laid out like some of the things that that you were going to be tasked with or, or working on? You know, was there kind of like a 
a three to five year plan, something like that? Yeah, there, there was a there was a five year plan that they were underway. They may have been in year two, uh, perhaps uh, in there, but um, kind of I, I had a pretty good idea of where they were looking to get. I mean, if you look at pretty much all hospitals right now, uh, you know, meaningful use and ICD-10 and and all these things have, have kind of you know laid out the path for most organizations, uh, whether they wanted to go down that path or not, uh, so to speak. But uh, I had a good idea of, of where this place needed to go. Uh, the, the CEO, Greg Stock, and uh, VP of HR and the whole executive team uh, did a great job of, you know, of, of explaining what was expected here, uh, where, where they had went, where they wanted to go, uh, the hospital's goals. And uh, they've been successful, uh, which kind of you know, really helped me, helped me in my decision-making process. They, uh, they, they've They've been able to uh, to be a very lean hospital, which is something that intrigued me. Uh, uh, I got some certifications in, in lean healthcare, lean in hospitals, and you know they've they've been doing Six Sigma and lean really before it was something that was in vogue in healthcare. Yeah. And uh, it really you know interests me to, to to get here and to be able to see a place where we figured it out and and to see that activity uh, was really something to behold. Uh, they really have it nailed. Uh, when, when you look at their, uh, you know, cost per discharge is very low, and it's, it's not because they they skimp on things. It's because they've really leaned out their processes and they've dedicated themselves to that. Yeah, yeah, that's something that that uh, so many organizations are, are struggling with, to, just to like you said, just to get more more lean because you know the, the resources just aren't uh, just aren't there. Well, you, you know, you, you see what's happening to reimbursement and. Uh, and, and and those hospitals who have, have not went down that road, you know, it's really going to be a struggle for them, and uh, it's going to be a struggle for us. I mean, I think all all hospitals, one of the your biggest concerns have to be that, you know, your reimbursement is shrinking, and and that uh, you know regulatory aspects and difficulty of providing care is increasing. So uh, only uh, only the people who really dedicate themselves to to process improvement are the ones that are going to still be here. Right. Absolutely. Now, uh, I had also seen that that earlier in your career you were in the uh, oil industry, and yeah. that was interesting to me because we we don't see that a lot. And I just wanted to ask, kind of how you how you got into uh, IT from there. Okay, sure. Well, uh, as I mentioned before, my undergrad was in business. It was a, a business business degree, specifically tuned towards the oil and gas industry. Um, and so I really started out my career. I was a, a lease analyst uh, in an oil and gas company in Houston, and uh, really got into IS because I was put on an upgrade project uh, of our system to, to more be the, I guess, the, the end user on, on on the upgrade process. But uh, ended up, you know, liking the IS aspects of it. Uh, adjusted my MBA to focus on IS and. Uh, Ended up, uh, you know, being the IS lead towards the end of that project, and that just kind of put me on a path to really enjoying IS and, and what information systems could do to improve an organization. Uh, from there, uh, my next step was to get back home, uh, still in oil and gas, but now instead of being on the business side of that oil and gas company, I was in their IS department. Uh, was given great opportunities to learn a lot about Oracle uh, and uh, databases. And uh, unfortunately, though, once I moved home, I was seeing a lot of your oil and gas companies consolidating, 
many of those companies, you know, kind of moving out of the New Orleans area, moving back towards Houston, which was a concern because uh, I had finally gotten back home, uh, you know, from Texas, was not really interested in having to, having to be forced to migrate there, and uh, was looking around at other options and, and realized healthcare was, you know, was a great a great opportunity for me. One, because, you know, you don't have that, you know, potential of a hospital, you know, pulling up stakes and moving to a different state. You know, you're pretty well more set there. But you know, then also there was something, you know, that, that kind of pulled me towards healthcare. The opportunity to really be able to impact uh, impact patient care was pretty intriguing to me. And my my initial reason for, you know, my initial position, I guess, in a hospital was, was being a DBA. Uh, that's one of the things you can, you know, the more technical you are, NIS that really you can span across industries pretty easy. So being an Oracle DBA in an oil and gas company really wasn't much that different than being a, an Oracle DBA in a hospital. Uh, that hospital had a data warehousing program uh, going, and uh, that's really what I went in there to do to help with data warehousing, mainly from a DBA perspective. But uh, as I learned more about the business model and uh, you know learned more about uh, about you know data warehousing in general, uh, I found myself doing more of an analytics type function than a DBA type function for the hospital. Um, ended up running their data warehousing program. Um, in the meantime, was you know, I wrapped up my MBA and uh, got my certification in project management. And right about that time, they decided they wanted to replace their entire HIS system uh, at East Jefferson with Cerner. Um, okay. That project sort of got off on the wrong foot, and uh, lucky me, having just gotten my project management certification, uh, I was appointed as the project lead to kind of take over that that project and get it get it back on the, down the right path. Uh, was pretty successful there. We uh, you know we got started deployed. Uh, it was difficult. We had this uh, you know Katrina blew through right in the middle of our of our project. Oh, with uh which really made things difficult for us. We had to put it aside for a while and, and get the hospital kind of, you know, back into a steady state. But ended up deploying Cerner. Uh, about that time, the, uh, the the CIO that we had there at the hospital was, uh, you know, decided that it was time for him to move on. So I uh, uh, became the CIO there at East Jeff. Uh, we talk, kind of talked about the fill-in from there. Uh, you know, did that for about three years and then moved on to that uh Director of Strategic Planning role, and then I found myself back here. So it's been a steady, uh, a steady progression. You know, kind of building upon the base of what you know, and and trying to you know constantly extend yourself and improve yourself. Yeah, and and it's interesting the things that happen along the way, like you know the 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 Cerner um, implementation that turned out to be um, a great opportunity for you. Yes, uh, I, I've been I've been blessed. Uh, been had some great chances to step into roles uh, and, and had a skill set at the time that I could apply to my, you know, to my employer and be able to get some nice things done. What do you think is the, the most challenging aspect of being a CIO in today's industry? The, the rate of change, I believe. Uh, it's, it's fantastic that, um, that IS is seen as something that is very critical and, and necessary for hospitals to move forward, and, and that's great. But on, on the flip side of it, the pace of change moves so quickly, and, and, and we're asked to do things so quickly nowadays 
Um, and it's not because the hospital necessarily is changing priorities. It's because, you know, regulations are changing so much. Uh, you know, we, we have this two midnight rule thing, uh, physician certification two midnight rule thing that kind of came up last, uh, you know, last quarter of last year and just kind of came out of the blue. And, you know, you're, you're required to, you know, change some processes and, and address that and address it quickly or, you know, reimbursements impacted. So I think, I think handling the pace of change becomes becomes pretty difficult, um, especially in a, in a time of reimbursement where it's not increasing. So you, you really have to be creative on, on how you're going to handle all that without the ability to really have a huge staff right. uh, or to grow your staff. So uh, you have to have a good network of partners out there to, to help you keep up with those requests. Right. It's got to be tough. Um, and then... Uh just to, to kind of round that out, what's the most uh, rewarding aspect of being a CIO? Well, I think for here uh, is being able to see your impact on patient care. Uh, yeah. You know, doctors and nurses, they kind of go into their professions because they know they want to, you know, make people better. Uh, you know, IS people initially don't really go in there with, you know, with those lofty type of, of ideals and goals, but... It, it's nice to feel like you're having a positive impact, you know, albeit indirect, nowhere near like a, a physician or a nurse, but it's the nice to know that you can, you know, apply what you know and, and see a positive impact on, on, a, on a person's health. Uh, it's pretty rewarding. Yeah. That's great. Well, it, it certainly seems like uh, you're at the right place. Yeah, it makes all the difference in the world. It's fantastic yeah. culture. Any Anyone who, who would want to come here and work here would be very, very happy, even if it's uh, – in a relatively small town, you know, it's a, it's still only an hour away from New Orleans and Baton Rouge, so it's a great place to work. That's great. Okay. Well, I know we've uh, we, we've covered a lot. Um, I don't know if there was anything else that that you wanted to talk about, um, but I, I really want to thank you for your time. It, you've given us some great insights, and I really appreciate it. Oh, anytime. Uh, glad to do it again. Great. Yeah, I'll definitely want to check back with you down the road. Things are changing so fast that uh, I'm sure we'll have more to talk about. That is true. All right. Well, thanks so much, and uh, I'll be in touch with you soon. Great. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.